Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Generation Rainbow. We are recording this on Election Day. God. Which is, you know, let's admit, a stressful day. But that's okay. We are going to chill this evening. Going to have some good family time. And we also figured, you know, we would record the podcast today because it's good to get our mind off of things. It's, uh, I don't want to think about today. It's going (laughs) to suck. It's okay. This is is just going to suck. It doesn't have to, though. Yeah, it doesn't have to. to. But we're going to chill and we're going to relax. So today's episode is going to be really interesting. We are going to do... And ask me anything. And it's going to be Nate asking me questions. <laughs> and I don't I don't know what he's going to ask me beforehand or anything like that. Who's so, your favorite child? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Who's my favorite oldest child? Who's your favorite oldest child, Mom? It's you. Mm, who else would it be, <laughs> Ezra? <laughs> but so it's going to be really interesting just because... We thought this would be cool because it gives an opportunity for, you know, to show a kid asking a parent questions. And I'm going to be open and honest with my answers. And Nate's hopefully going to, you know, hit me with some hard hitting stuff. We'll see. I don't know. I'm a little nervous. But it's going to be good. So take it away. Well, thank you, madam. I um Well, first question is this is this is going to be a funny one. Um what were some other name options for me? Cuz I know it's Nathaniel. Oh, of this course. is this is actually a fun story. So, when you know, went to the big sonogram and everything like that and, you know, no offense, you know, you were all spread eagle. <laughs> so it was very obvious that you were a boy because, you know, we saw everything. And, you know, this this is before, you know, I, I was a little bit more woke than I am. And, you know, about gender being a social construct and, you know, worrying about the sex and stuff like that. You know, we don't all come out of the womb woke. It's OK. We grow. But, you know, found out that, you know, for all intents and purposes that you were a boy. And not going to lie, I was a little surprised. And so was your father because we were convinced that you were going to be a girl. Um, But then I started looking at names and I won't lie. It was really hard trying to talk about it with your dad because he, he just wasn't like into like the process as much as I was. So... I just kept like I had a name book and I was looking and looking and looking and trying to see what felt right. Um, kind of played with Alexander actually for a little bit. Really? Yes, but two reasons that didn't happen. One, because your last name starts with an A, 
I didn't like the alliteration. I didn't like the double A. There was just something about that. My that initials just, would have been AMA. Yeah, that actually, huh, that's funny. <laughs> but I just, I didn't really like the way that felt for, I, I don't know. There's just something about it I didn't like. And then couldn't agree, me and your dad couldn't agree on like a nickname because your name already is pretty long, but we'll get there. Um, <laughs> so... I want to, if we were going to call you Alexander, I wanted the nickname to be Xander. Your mm. dad liked Alex. I didn't really like Alex. So couldn't really decide and everything like that. So I decided I was going to take this matter into my own hands. And I had two names for you that I had decided on. First one was Hunter Maddox. Maddox was always going to be your middle name. That's my grandmother's maiden name. So I knew that I was going to use that. And Hunter, no other reason, just, you know, I liked it. There was no real reasoning behind it. And then Nathaniel Maddox. Nathaniel is um, a character from my favorite series of all time, Six Feet Under, which if you know us is very fitting because I am a little dark and twisty and that's something I've definitely passed on to Nate. Just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. And I knew that I wanted, if I named you Nathaniel, I wanted Nate to be your nickname. Like no Nathan, no, none of that. I don't like Nathan. No, you're not a Nathan, but I wanted your nickname to be Nate. So what I did was I, you know, kept saying both names to my stomach, like, mm -hmm. you know, while you're in there. And I would just be like, Hunter Maddox, Hunter Maddox, Nathaniel Maddox, Nathaniel Maddox. And then at one point I said, Nate, and you started kicking. Mm. So I took that as a sign. I was like, done deal. You're Nathaniel Maddox. Told your father, this is what we're naming this kid done and he was good with it so didn't uh -huh. have to fight him on that because he yep. knew it was an epic name exactly i mean people know how to say the first two parts of my name then you get to the third and you just look at it and then you're just yeah, like we won't get into what since you are a minor what your last name is i mean if you know us then you know what nate's last name is um it's different from mine but it's 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 long kind of difficult sicilian name <laughs> so uh -huh. people you know have a few issues with saying and pronouncing i, and I clap for people when they get it right first try it I'm was like, good my, job it was my last name for a while and trust me i would always know like when telemarketers would call and stuff like that if if they really knew me because if they said it wrong and butchered it then i would know mm -mm, i don't you'd you don't know me. Nope. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> yeah, everybody at, like, schools and stuff and other students. Um, I've had... There's a bunch of jokes that people have made. Yeah. Of course. I can't say <laughs> them because they have the last name in them. Yeah. But it's kind of funny to hear people say it wrong yeah it's all it you know it's not i'm glad you have a good sense of humor about it because you kind of have to because you know it's a it's a it's a difficult name like yeah, it's not the easiest name in the world if i looked at it on paper and it wasn't my last name i wouldn't know how to say it yeah i was like what like when, <laughs> i'm not gonna lie when i first saw it i was like huh 
Like, how do I say that? What do I say that? And I mean, I figured out quickly, but that was a great question, actually. Thank you. I like that one. Hit me with another one. I'm going to hit you with another one here. So, um, why did you end up moving to Charlotte and or North Carolina? Ooh. All right. So, (coughs) excuse me. I moved to Charlotte for the first time when I was 18. Um, I moved with um, Nate. Nate knows her as Nana. She was uh, my aunt, my mother's sister, uh, who raised me and I lived with her um, my whole life. Um, My mom died when I was nine. Uh, My dad was never in the picture or anything like that. And my Aunt Margaret, Nate's Nana, she raised me. So great person oh yeah um you know we might have to have a podcast about her one day i think that would i think that would be a good podcast yeah she was she was a really special person but i grew up in northern virginia in um fairfax county and i don't really know what happened but like once i had turned 18 like i had decided to not go straight to college i just wasn't i wasn't ready which Mm -hmm. still i maintain was a great choice for me and you know i'm i'm not gonna be the parent who's gonna automatically push my kids to go to college just because it's not the right choice for everybody and you know i think it was the year 2000 Uh (laughs) this dates me a lot but we were just kind of feeling like we both wanted a change and i wasn't ready to move out like out of the house and stuff like that um i was working and everything i worked at a bookstore and we just kind of thought like you know maybe we should try somewhere new and we remembered that we um had driven through charlotte actually um like a year or so prior or something like that and this is charlotte in the early 2000s so things were just like getting st- started yeah like the downtown area is not like it was now and everything like that i mean the buildings were there but you know there really wasn't a lot going on there wasn't a lot to do things like that so but we remember having a good feeling about it so we put all of our stuff in storage and we drove to North Carolina. Um, my aunt had a couple of leads on some jobs. Um, we stayed in an extended ho- stay hotel for probably like a couple of months, I think. And we actually bounced back and forth between Charlotte and Raleigh. We almost moved to Raleigh because my aunt um, thought she had a good lead on a job in Raleigh. But mm. then something happened at the last minute just when we were deciding maybe we were just going to like stay in Raleigh when she got a call about a job back in charlotte so we decided we're like you know what i think we think this is a sign so came to charlotte she got her job i ended up uh getting a job myself i worked at borders you know rest in peace borders since you know they're all closed down now what was borders it was a bookstore oh it was like a bookstore and a music store and everything like that like Ah, when i was that age like i i wanted always did i did lots of retail and i always wanted to do retail in stores where i could get a really sweet discount for things that i wanted so a bookstore (laughs) was perfect for me but 
yeah, that's how that happened. And then, you know, stayed down here for a few years. And then that's, you know, in 2003 is when I ended up meeting your dad and then moved back up uh, north with him and then right before you were born we decided to come down to charlotte because he also had a lead on a job down here um with my aunt's company actually and you know i wanted to be close to her when i was having you because she was like really my only family member left and stuff that i was close to and everything like that so uh-huh now we've been here you're a native charlatan because you were born in Charlotte, uh-huh. which is very actually rare. Really? There's not a ton of native Charlotte folks, which I find very interesting. Represent? Oh, yeah. Well, the end of that actually leads into my next question. All right. How did you meet my dad? Oh, that that is a very interesting question. So, <coughs> actually... Let's see, where do I start? So, like I said, I moved to Charlotte in um, 2000. But all of my friends that I still um, hung out with, grew up with, everything like that, in uh, the town I was from, um, Centerville, um, they still lived up there. So I would go visit as much as possible because I I had a few friends down here, but it's not the same as like the friends that like you went to middle school and high school with and everybody's still in the same place. So I visited up there a lot because mm-hmm. um, everybody was still in Virginia. And a bunch of my friends, um, well, mostly my 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 childhood best friend Yari shout out Yari if you're listening to this <laughs> um, <laughs> she had actually met your dad before me because they were all on a uh, we were well I was too we were all on a message board for a band we liked and your dad happened to be on that message board too so she had met him like through the message board and because he was living in Maryland he was only like I think maybe like an hour hour and a half from where I grew up. So yeah. he had hung out with them and everything like that. And then because of the message board, like I had started talking to him <clears throat> and we had started talking online and everything like that. Cause you know, yes, I mean, met on the internet. It's kind of funny. I've actually met both of my husbands on the internet, not in a dating service. I not using <laughs> like a dating thing or anything like that. It's just the way junk happened but in any case like we were talking so one of the times when i was visiting up there decided that we were going to meet up because we hadn't actually met up we had just we'd been talking for i want to say like two or three months so went up there met him obviously we hit it off and everything like that he came down to visit me a couple of times and at that point i was 21 so I was ready to, you know, move out, move away from home. I hadn't lived away from home and everything like that. Um, I definitely wanted to move back up close to my friends and everything like that. And then I'm starting this relationship, you know, long distance with your dad. But I decided to go ahead and move back up there. So, you know, it seemed like a win-win. Like, 
I, I have this relationship. I'll be closer to my friends. Everything is good. So I ended up, you know, I got a job up there. Me and your dad got an apartment living in the hood. I never should have let your dad pick the apartment, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's how me and your dad ended up together. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, next question. Um, have you ever thought about moving back up to Virginia or Maryland or somewhere like that? Honestly, no. Um, for a lot of different reasons. Um, first of all, we cannot afford it because the cost of living up there is extremely high <laughs> really yes it is very very high like for example like in charlotte we we rent our house we do not own our house but we live in a you know a four-bedroom house in a nice neighborhood you know paying you know x amount of money for it and stuff like that we would probably have to pay about three times as much money to what? live exactly yes it is expensive up there now i mean it's always been expensive up there but it's expect especially expensive up there now um i mean salaries pay more but not that much more like i'm not willing to compromise our quality of life to live back up there and you know also too just from you know a legal standpoint like it would make things harder with my custody agreement that your dad and I have and stuff like that. And it's just a big part of why I love Charlotte so much is how truly diverse Charlotte is. Charlotte is, you know, a very very diverse city and you would think growing up close to washington dc because i was probably about 35 40 minutes outside of washington dc growing up you would think that it would be like this huge melting pot and stuff like that but honestly like we feel more comfortable as a black family in charlotte than i know we would up there so it's just like we can go visit and everything like that we haven't obviously haven't been able to visit anywhere you know <laughs> you know because you know global pandemic please do not travel but you know please stay safe yes please stay safe please don't travel unnecessarily i'm i'm not gonna go off on that tangent right now but in any case the farthest i have traveled is to rock hill south carolina to my dad's house yes and nowhere else well that's good but um yeah just haven't thought about it like I, I i truly love north carolina and i i don't know if i see myself at this point in my life leaving north carolina or if i did leave charlotte it would probably be for maybe somewhere else in north carolina yeah like raleigh or Asheville or something yeah like something like that i love Asheville. every if you know me you know how much i love Asheville. honestly i don't think i would want to live in Asheville, but i love visiting Asheville. like it's the perfect place to visit if you've never been there you gotta go yeah i really like Asheville as well i i really like raleigh and it would also feel pretty weird to not be living in north carolina yeah, I mean, you've like I said, you've been here 
since birth. So, I mean, you visited other places, but you've never lived anywhere else except for like, you know, when you go stay with your dad, because your dad lives in South Carolina. But I've, I mean, I've that's, still never left the Carolinas. No. You never know what you might want to do when you get grown, though. Please don't live too far away from me, though. Please don't. I, I, I honest, I'm honestly saying it'd probably feel <laughs> weird to live like several states away from North Carolina. I'd maybe go to like one state away yeah. from the Carolinas. But that's pretty much it. Um, well, next question is, right. how did you meet Sean? since you said you met him on a like internet message board yes <laughs> this is a very interesting story so i met him i w- it was actually on facebook and through a friend of mine shout out Gentali, if you're listening to this, um, who she had messaged me and was like, you know, hey, I'm part of like this Facebook group. I think you might like it. Do you want me to add you? And I was just like, yeah, sure. Why not? Whatever. And the funny thing about her, she's actually a friend of mine that I met through your dad. <laughs> but we're Really? Still, yes. But we're still friends. So um, I was like, sure. Why not? So I, you know. I'm on this Facebook group. It's funny because she was she's white and she was one of the few white people on this Facebook group that was primarily like kind of like, quote unquote, like weird black kids. Mm-hmm. When I say kids, I mean, we're all adults, but, you know, like kind of like, you know, strange, you know, offbeat, whatever, quirky black people, whatever. So at that point in time, like I was not looking for a relationship or anything like that like I was you know a couple years I well what year was that that was 2012 so I was like three years removed from like me and your dad's divorce and everything like that but like I wasn't trying to like be part of this group to hook up with anybody or like be in a relationship or anything like that and I was posting on this group and I remember seeing this picture of this guy and I was like you know oh he's cute like you know just you know I'm I might not have been looking for a relationship, but I'm not dead. So I was just like, you know, hmm, he's cute. You're like, hey. Yeah. And then I saw, like, I was reading, like, him post his posts and stuff like that. And I saw that he said that he was a musician. And I was like, okay, he's got to be a jerk. <laughs> I, I was like, he's probably a jerk, whatever. <laughs> he's cute, though. Uh, yeah. Quite the opposite. Yes. But then, like, you know, like, through the group and stuff like that, like, start paying more attention to his post. Little did I know he was paying attention to my post. He was kind of checking for me. And, you know, I was like, wow, he seems he seems cool. He seems really nice and stuff like that. Um, biggest problem is that he lived in Austin, Texas at the time, which is 1,200 miles away from Charlotte. Um, so I definitely was like, nah, 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 whatever. And... I remember one time randomly, like, I forget, like, I wish Sean could be here to, like, flesh out some of the story, but he, like, uh, somehow we'd end up talking on the phone, and we hadn't talked on the phone, and I remember it was July 4th, and either one of us had plans or anything like that, and I remember you were with your dad, 
And we talked on the phone for like three hours, which is so weird because neither one of us liked to talk on the phone. So it was very like, whoa, bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, by then I was like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of starting to like him. Oh, Lord, this is a mess. Like, how am I liking this dude? <laughs> you know, whatever. And, you know, we had talked for a couple months. Like, we would text a lot, like, every day and everything like that. And we could tell that we were starting to, you know, catch some feelings. <laughs> um, then um, August of that year, this was had started. We started talking in June, then talked on the phone in July. Had kept texting and everything like that, and then August of that year, 2012. That is actually when your nana suddenly passed away from cancer. Um, that whole thing was, like I said, we'll probably have to do a podcast on her. But the whole thing was very sudden. It happened within a couple of days. We didn't know she had cancer. It was literally the wildest situation you could think of. So I was grieving that heavily pretty hard. And I remember like when she got rushed to the hospital, the first person that I thought that I wanted to call and talk to was Sean. And that's when I was like, oh, man, like, I really like this guy. So a couple of days after things settled down and everything like that, he uh, called me and was like, you know, hey, I know this might sound really weird but would it be okay once everything had settled down and I had friends and uh, family in town and stuff like that if I came to visit you he was like I have no expectations like I'm not trying to be funny or anything like that but like I just really feel called to like be there for you well it's a very nice gesture yeah and I said yes. I was. I, I. I said yes. And now, granted, I had vetted him because people I knew had met him before, so I knew he wasn't like bad. Yeah, like a bad internet stalker person. Like I. I had vetted him very much. So he came to visit, and from that point on, like that, I just knew that's my that's my person. And here we are over eight years later and going to be in December married for six years. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I don't know what I'm taking a bow for. I didn't really do anything, but you know, hey. <laughs> I mean, hey, you got him. So <laughs> what else do you need? True, true. Um, I probably should have asked this question second. But that's okay. How did you come up with the names for Ezra and Micah? Okay. So for Ezra, honestly, Ezra was just a name that we liked. Mm -hmm. For a long time, I thought that if I had another son, I'd want to name him Elijah. That was kind of like the name that I thought I, we would be going for. And then somehow Ezra kind of came to my mind and I was like, no, Ezra's the name. And it turns out that it was perfect because Ezra, me, um, the meaning of it is helper. And before we had Ezra, actually, I had had two miscarriages and I had had a hard time with that. And I had some kind of like unexplained fertility issues, like to the point of where like Sean and I were kind of like, you know, either we're just not maybe going to have like a biological child maybe we'll adopt or something like that but maybe it's just not in the cards and 
Ezra was kind of like our, you know, three strikes you're out. Like, we're going to try one more time. And if it doesn't work out, then, you know, we'll look in other avenues if we decide to grow the family. So he definitely lived up to the name of being a helper because he, he helped. Did. Yes, he helped us, you know, heal from the miscarriages and everything like that. And um, Harrison is actually after George Harrison, which is Sean and I's uh, favorite member of the Beatles. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Um, Micah's story is actually very interesting because until I was about nine months pregnant, Micah was actually going to be Gabriel. I don't know if I you remember, remember that. Yeah, I remember that. He was going to be Gabriel. And then I had a dream when I was nine months pregnant. You did. That we named him Micah. And something just felt so right about it. And I remember talking to Sean about it. And I just was like, in the back of my mind, I was thinking, I really hope I tell him about this and he likes it and he wants to change it. I hope this isn't a battle. <laughs> and as soon as I said it, like he knew, like we just knew like immediately, like his name is Micah. Like it just was perfect. And then Micah's middle name is Jude, which is also a kind of like tying in the Beatles references because um, there's Beatles song called Hey Jude. And so that kind of ties his name middle name with Ezra's middle name yeah I am never gonna change my name because I want people to forever be confused on how to say my last name (laughs) I I, I want people to forever not know how to say it well you know there you go um oh man I'm I used all the obvious questions already hit me with something just random what's your favorite food my favorite food, breakfast food. Oh. I love breakfast. I could literally eat breakfast food three times a day. There have been times where I have eaten breakfast food three times a day, and I never get tired of it. Yeah. Um, my favorite food's mac and cheese. I could eat mac and cheese for years. Mac and cheese is a very solid choice. Yes. Um, Oh, man. (laughs) What's something that you've always wanted to know about me? I know I'm a pretty open book, but just ask me something you've always wanted to know. How did you get so many ear piercings? (laughs) That that is something that I've wanted to know, and I've just been scared to ask. Oh, you don't have to be scared to ask me anything, but that's really funny. So when I was in my early 20s, I worked at a store called Afterthoughts. (laughs) It was kind of like, you know, like Claire's at the mall. Yeah. Like a little jewelry store. Well, Afterthoughts was um, like, a, a, a kind of like more like a grown-up Claire's. Like Claire's kind of caters more to like little girls, but uh, Afterthoughts was kind of like the teenage version. So in my early 20s, I was an assistant manager there. And one thing that we did was pierce ears. PSA though don't ever 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 take anybody your kids yourself to the mall to have their ears pierced with one of those dang piercing guns because they are terrible terrible take yourself or your children to a reputable piercer to get your ears pierced with a needle i just have to preface that first but i will say that people that pierce ears with a needle they like 
go to schools for that. They they well, get they no have, no they have, not like, schools, but they stuff. they they go to training for that. Yeah, like they're actually trained. Like the reason that I have the holes in my ears is because I was the guinea pig for like the 16 and 17 year old girls that I was having to train to pierce ears. So those terrible piercing guns is how I got the majority of the holes in my ears. Except for my first holes, I got, uh, my mom pierced my ears when I was like six months old. The second holes in my ears, I begged for those for my 11th birthday. All I wanted for my 11th birthday was my second holes. Like nobody could tell me nothing. Like I thought I was going to be so cool with my second holes in my ears. So (laughs) finally I wore your Nana down and she let me get the holes. And yes, I was, I, I thought I was so cool with my two holes, but all the rest of them, those were pierced by nervous teenagers that I was training to pierce ears. That's gotta be kind (laughs) of scary. That's gotta be kind of scary. Trust me, it is very scary when you have like a 16 year old girl with a shaky hand and a piercing gun coming at your ear and you're thinking to yourself, how are they ever gonna do this for customers? Eventually it worked out, but yeah. I mean, you're holding a gun and you're about to put a hole into someone's ear. Yeah. So that's I, why. Please don't go to the piercing guns. Please don't go there. No, because I've heard that like the needles don't hurt at all, or they hurt it's, like just a little. Yeah, bit. and it's done safely and it's sanitary and stuff like that. Like, just don't get don't get your ears pierced at the mall. Please don't. Yeah, so, but I think we've probably got time for like one more question. One more. Ooh, okay. make it a good one. I don't know how to make it a good one. <laughs> Just I've, ask I've gotten I've gotten very big questions done already. Well yeah. Um It can be about anything. What's your favorite band and why? Oh my god, how are you gonna do that? Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> you might as well just ask me my favorite child. No, I'm just kidding. I did. <laughs> True. Um, my favorite band is really random. It is a band um, called Cocteau Twins that, like, most people probably, like, they're not mainstream at all. Like, they are, like, a kind of, like, weird. I'm, I'm using air quotes for weird. But, like, an interesting, you know, band that was mostly popular in like the 80s and 90s because you know i was like little dark wave child of the times then and still am but yeah and a lot of their songs like aren't even like sang in like english and stuff like that and they've they've long since broken up but yeah <laughs> but at least we didn't have to ask Sean because you know Sean would have like some weird like Norwegian death metal that has like 200 tapes out like that they put out in 1988 that no one's ever heard of he, I feel like he wouldn't even go death metal he'd say some random Norwegian blues well actually band. you know what though yeah. we're lying because we know what he would say he would say guided by voices yeah <laughs> not oh yeah it, it, if it, we it, said besides guided by voices well besides guided by voices I know he would probably say guided by voices he would say Prince he would say Alice Coltrane and I think those would be kind of like his top three but I do I know my husband well 
Yeah. <laughs> now that I think about it, he would immediately say Guided by Voices. Of course he would. That's his favorite rock band ever. Yeah. But this was fun. This was definitely very fun. We'll have to do this again one time. I'll have to do one for you. You know what? We'll do have to do that. In we'll a we'll week do or that two. soon. But yeah, that's it. So we're going to, you know, get back to keeping our fingers crossed about this election. So I, I swear to God, if, <laughs> if if Trump wins, oh Lord, let's not let's not even manifest that. But maybe, hopefully, maybe by next week we'll have at least a little bit of an election update for our next podcast. Since you know polls haven't even closed yet, so we couldn't say much. But yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. all right. Well, have a good day, everybody. Thanks, y'all. Talk soon.